guys, did you ever go to the Harmar Mall? Yeah. I know the name. I, the Harmar, I've, I've gone there frequently. I've gone there many times. I know of so, Harmar Superstar. Yes, he was named after the Harmar Mall, or he named himself after the Harmar Mall. Yes. I don't know who um, that person is. His parents named him he went after to the Harmar Mall. <laughs> oh, he went to Perpich? Yeah, he's a he's a pretty successful musician who went to Perpich. Um, oh, wow. He's like he's one cool. of the few Perpich, like, actual mega success stories. Right. Um, anyway, uh, so two things are the Harmar Mall that... Um, one that I just remembered, and two, the one that I was actually going to talk about. One, they had a movie theater that had bathrooms in it where every bathroom was, like, its own uh, plastic pod with carpeting on the ceiling and, like, a little sink inside, and they were all color-coded with, like, wild animal prints. Holy it was a great shit. movie theater. Um, and also, like, the entire movie theater was covered in gold glitter. It got torn down some years ago, and now I think it's, like, a Staples in that space, which is fucking tragic. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Right, but I will always remember those bathrooms with, like, wild animal print carpets on the ceiling. Um, the second thing is, because I went to that mall, like, all the time when I was between the ages of, like, 12 and 17. I thought I was very mature to go, like, sit in the Barnes and & Nobles and order a, a mocha and be like, ooh, I'm an adult. Let me go read the anime and manga section. Uh, and also in that store was a shop that sold exclusively shitty wizard figurines like that was that was the whole store that the whole store was those like 1970 1980 style wizards in like ceramic figurines also dragons and i think they also sold like uh you know katanas and stuff like that oh but my it was God. mostly wizard figurines and Hell i just remembered yeah. that earlier today and i think that we need to start offering those in the store we need to make our own wizard figurines and put them in the store oh yeah it's you're right idea. it i okay i need to know more though because like i feel like they must have had some great name right like did they have like a good name i truly do not remember i do not remember the name but i remember vividly the entrance to the store because at you know at some point it obviously went out of business because that's an insane business model um, <laughs> is it is it i don't know about cat you're wrong about that it's an insane business model for a Midwestern mall in mid-2000s. Today, it would probably be quite successful <laughs> as an online store. Maybe. But I vividly remember the entrance of it was like carved foam, like cave mouth covered God. in like beautiful mosses. And inside it was just like fluorescent lighting and shitty wizard figurines. It's wild. That sounds was so good. Cat, do you remember? The pet store at Harmar Mall. I do remember the pet store at Harmar Mall. You could pet as many puppies as you wanted mm -hmm. for a while, and then for, yeah. and then and then eventually they started charging one dollar for puppy. Oh, they raised um, it. They raised wait, it to five dollars. You had to pay money to pet puppies. Yeah, yeah, so, because so many people would go there just to hold the dogs and then leave and not get a dog. That yeah. sounds like some real um way to spread a lot of germs to a lot of puppies. <laughs> it was a different time <laughs> it was a different time it was a different time also all of the puppies were from puppy mills and oh yeah like, it was bad horribly treated um, it was bad but oh, no but lord was it nice to go into that store and give them five dollars and hold five different dogs yeah i mean yeah. have five five puppies in one hand and a shitty wizard <sighs> figurine in the other what more <laughs> could you ask on days plus plus Kyoto Sushi is in Harmar Mall, so you could, after you're done holding puppies and wizard figurines, just go get all-you-can-eat sushi. Fuck, do any of these things still exist? Uh, Kyoto's I'm... still there. 
Yeah, Kyoto's still there. I don't know if the pet store's still there or Man, not. I don't know either. I've never, I, really, I haven't gone inside that place in years. <laughs> I would love to one day visit that. I mean, I know it doesn't exist anymore, but that mm. wizard store sounds... Sounds beautiful. Real good. I, like, I'm almost feeling like maybe... The more that I think about it, I'm like, did it really exist? Like, did it ever it, exist? Did it Was ever it exist? Real? Or am I just like cobbling together pieces of other stores? Because the, the Harmar Mall is one of those malls that like used to be very cool. And then rapidly around early 2000s, it just a waste tanked. Land. Yeah, it became it's a, a, a wasteland where there was just like a Marshalls and a Barnes and Noble and a wig store. Hmm. And that's all I can say for sure was there last time I went to a har- the, to Harmar Mall. Well, we'll have to launch an investigation into the history of yeah, this we'll wizard have to go store. In. Hold on. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, Riot just entered my room holding the butt of a piece of bread. So I do now need to investigate where he got this from. Hold, please. Okay. Make it snappy, though, because I... <laughs> We got we I got wizard business that I need to attend to. <laughs> if they're going to prioritize this bread mystery over this much more important wizard mystery, I don't know. You know what? Speaking of wizard mysteries, let's play some D&D. I'm Kat, and I am your uh, shitty wizard figurine. Hi, I'm Caitlin, and for $5, you can hold me in your arms at the Harmar Mall. (laughs) Hi, I'm Hannah, and God, remember going to malls? Relatable (laughs) content, everybody. Oh, boy. You go to a place. Anyway, I play Slake. (laughs) Uh, and our guest today is Lisa Penrose playing Wanda, uh, your mom. Hi, I am Lisa Penrose. I am the brand manager for a platform called Dungeon Masters Guild uh, and also the host and producer of a podcast called Behold Her podcast all about like awesome stories of badass femmes uh, in gaming. So last time uh, you... Slake and Corbin, you arrived in a little town in the woods in a creepy jungle full of creeping kudzu vines. Uh, You were told that there were four human people missing and also a cat was missing and you decided to focus on the cat. So uh, you met Wanda, the village witch, maybe, or just a fun old lady who lived on the edge of town. Uh, after investigating her missing cat for a bit, you were pointed in the direction of a spooky temple in the jungle, which belonged to the Kiloni gods, the gods of trickery and thievery. Uh, you entered the temple, you found that, hmm, seems like some people were living here. And uh, after traversing one of the trapped hallways, you spotted a one of the missing villagers. Not so missing after all. And that is where you are now. Oh, um, wait a minute. I could have, I saw her for just a moment, but I could have sworn she's one of the missing villagers. Oh, she is? So maybe not that missing after all. She didn't seem very missing one bit. You don't think Topher left on his own, do you? 
Surely not, Mom. No. no. Definitely I'm sure not. Never. No, no. Oh. I, I, I mean, you're, you're a great parent. He gets he gets nine meals a day, as is customary. I'm sure he's very why? happy. Yeah, why would he want to leave that? Oh, I'm you're you're right, you're right. But that lady she had all those crates in there. Do you think she stole the supplies and is, I don't know, living with them in the temple? I'm not sure why, but maybe it's a temporary hideout? Maybe. The, could she be enchanted in some way? I know there are herbs that can, can do such things. Like they're working for somebody else here? Maybe. So in this room, you also see that there is a lever in the center of the room. Uh... Corbin Brain wants to just pull the lever. Yeah. Player Brain feels like I should cast Find Traps on the lever. However, I do only have one spell slot left. Hey, I can find traps. Listen, let's investigate the, the lever. Compromise. Wow, what a thought. Let me, Kat, let, let me, let me get a look at that lever. Oh, why? I roll shit for every investigation. This is six. Am I able to help someone uh, investigate? Uh, yeah. By kind of like poking with, but what about this part and this part? Uh, as I poke it with my broom. Yeah, can you can you give us idiots advantage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will give, I will I will give you guys advantage okay. with Wanda helping. Both of oh. us or just one of us? We'll give Slake advantage. Corbin. Okay. Because I already rolled a seven. So. Okay, so that means I get to roll once more. Yeah, roll one more time. Oh, that's way better. Okay, that's 17. 17? Um, there are no traps that you can see on this. Uh, it looks like it is a mechanical device that is going to... It's not going to cause any magical or adverse effects. Okay. Um, I say to the others, it looks like this lever should be safe to pull. Maybe if I give it a shot, it'll flip the room around again. Do it. All right. I believe in you, dear. Here goes nothing. All right. Pull the lever. You pull the lever. And there's a kachunk sound. Uh, the wall does not spin, but when you look back down at the hallway, the you watch as the floor tips back and forth and back and forth and then locks into place. Locks flat. Yep. Okay, so it's safe to to go back that way now. Even if we didn't have levitatey feet, which we do because we're yeah. cool. Which you do because you're cool. <laughs> How long does levitate last? Just Ten minutes. Out. Ten minutes? Okay. I love it. All right. Okay. Um, Kat, I know that we've failed so many investigation checks already. Can I investigate the um, flippy wall that the, what's, that the girl like disappeared behind? Yeah. That is 15, which is so that, much better than every other investigation. Hell yeah. That so is so not bad. It's um, not bad. Yeah. So uh, you investigate this wall. It is, you, when you tap on it, you can tell it is absolutely hollow behind the wall. Uh, you also can see in the stone of the wall, there is a sigil that has been carved in uh, and you're not 100% sure what this sigil means exactly, but you can tell that it reacts with another 
object to create the flippy effect. Okay, so like, oh, that's right, because she put like an amulet against the wall, right? So it would be that, yeah. that amulet. Okay. I'm going to kind of, with the end of my broom, like knock on the wall and just say, Kelia, oh, Kelia, we're here to help you. You don't have to run. Uh, you hear the sound of footsteps, somebody taking one step back and then another and then running off uh, toward the northern hallway. Oh. Oh, man. Well, it seems we can't go any farther in this direction, but she's also headed into the north, perhaps to fetch Topher now that she knows we're here. Well, we got to get to Topher first. Should we head in the west hallway? Yeah, I think we should check it out. Um, okay, so the three of you head across the pit to the west hallway. Uh, this hallway has five doors. There's one at the end of the hall and then two on each wall. The doors are painted in a red and black harlequin pattern. What do you guys want to do? Well, this seems cursed. I want to investigate the doors. You got to investigate That's the doors? It worked out really well for me. Yeah, I'd also right. like to do that. I would like to help someone. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what are you going to for? Okay. So roll investigation and tell me what you're going to do to investigate these doors. Well, not much. Yeah. I mean, it's, I got a 12. Well, what about not nothing? Advanced. So I look at the doors. Um, oh yeah. Should I roll? Yeah. Do you want to take advantage with Wanda helping you? Yeah. The 12 was my advantage. Okay. I lick the doors. Corbin, you yeah. said you lick the door? I do lick Corbin's the door. Corbin's dead. Yes. With my human tongue. Uh, let's roll initiative. Oh, boy. <gasps> oh! oh, my gosh. Door fight. <laughs> it's Hell the yeah, oldest trick fight. in the book. Uh, <laughs> the oldest Get trick. The animate door. doors. God dang. That's uh, 11, cat. Cat. 11 okay i got 19 yeah, 21 all right. Ooh. all right so uh so corbin you lick the door mm-hmm. and your tongue gets stuck to it Uh-oh. and uh as you are unable to pull back you thought it was a doorknob, but now that you have your face very close to it, it is a long, proboscis-like tongue. So you are stuck to this mimic, which is going to get a surprise round on you. Uh, that is going to be 19 plus 5, so 24 to hit. I assume yeah. that will hit you. Yeah, you know that hits me, cat. All right. Uh, that is going to be a seven uh, damage to you. And uh, Corbin, you can make a strength check on your next turn to see if you are able. I can able. rip the flesh off my tongue and pull away. Yeah, oh. like, a, like a child with your tongue stuck to a flagpole yep. in the middle of winter. All right, uh, Wanda, you are up first. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, my dear son. Um, She's going to take a little vial from the side. It's a tiny vial, and she opens it and touches a bit 
uh, to her tongue. Um, and she says, oh, cinnamon oil, spicy, but it might do the trick. And I'm going to also dash a little bit on Corbin's outstretched tongue, um, twin casting the spell Dragon's Breath. Oh. Um, which uh, is a bonus action um, and uh, imbues us with the power to spew magical energy from our mouths. And because it's cinnamon oil, I'm going to say that we can breathe fire uh, for the next minute. That's That's sick. That's dope as hell. And you can exhale a 15-foot cone as an action, um, which uh, triggers a dexterity saving throw, DC 16, um, which I think is how I'm going to use my action to expel mm-hmm. fire breath um, at one of these taunting doors. <laughs> Maybe the one that Corbin's attached to. Nice. Um, and I'm going to say that uh, Wanda just like uh, is like, oh, it's spicy, and she sneezes, uh, and fire <laughs> breath comes out. All right. Uh, it rolled a two, so okay. it is not. I'm going to roll me 3d6. Um, it will take 10 fire damage. All right, it doesn't enjoy that. All right, Slake, you are up. Oh man. Okay. Let's see. Well, is Corbin is Corbin still attached to that one door? Yeah, I think he I still sure have to is. Roll okay. Okay. Then I'll attack a different door so as not to uh, damage Corbin's tongue. Um. So that's only a twelve. That will actually hit. Oh. Okay. Well. Great. Fifteen, and then I guess I'll I'll go for that same door with my second attack. Okay, so that is fifteen to hit. That'll hit. All right, cool, cool. Let's see, nine, nineteen damage. All right, the door uh, opens itself once or twice and snaps shut uh, and tries to squirm away from you, Corbin. It is now your turn. Oh. Would you like to please make a strength check? To yes, I we'll we'll would. see if. We're going to do a little, little, what do we call that? Oh, strength contest. Catherine? Yeah. Catherine, we're not going to do a strength contrast. A contrast. Because <laughs> a contest. I've, I have just rolled a nat 20. So. Oh, nice. Well done. Don't you escaped. Nice. I pull my tongue off and just, it's, I don't know if a nat 20 makes me want to say that I pull my tongue off and then my tongue is gone or I pull my tongue off and it's not harmed at all. Well, maybe I you breathe the, fire the on the door. second one. Probably not. Yeah, probably not harmed. Um, so then I'm going to breathe fire as my bonus action. Okay. I mean, I can. Yeah, come on. You can. So you should. I can. So I should. Uh, so the mimic has to make a DC 16 deck save. Uh, that um. That is 13, so that does not happen. Yay, and you can Hell roll 3d6. Yeah. Okay. 13! 13! Got him. Uh, and now it is the Mimic's turn, and uh, they are going to lash out. One for each of you. All right. And they are each going to lash out with their pseudopods to try and grab you. Uh, all right, so Corbin, that is going to be a six plus five. That's not going to hit. Slake, yeah, no. that is going to be a 19 plus five. Oh, wow. I assume that's going to hit. Yes. Uh, and Wanda, that was oh, a oh, 11 plus five. So that's 16. Does that hit? Uh, Wanda is going to cast shield um, by okay. like snapping a vial between her fingers. All right. And that's a reaction. 
Yes. Let's do a strength contest, Slate. Oh, okay. Let's see if you are grappled. You are going to take seven points of damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Uh, I only got a 14. Oh, well, it only got a five. A. So, five plus three, so seven. Or nice. Eight. eight. Um, all right, so you are not grappled. You just take the seven points of bludgeoning damage. And uh, the remaining two mimics shift their position and do not attack this round. Um, so now we're back up at Wanda at the top of the order. Um, okay. Uh, Wanda is just going to continue having a sneezing fit <laughs> um, uh, to the detriment of the mimic that's, uh, I think, still in front of her and Corbin. Uh, mm-hmm. So I need a dexterity saving throw, please. DC All 16. Right. Oh, that one's a little bit better. That is going to be a 16. Okay, um, so that you will take half damage then. Half damage, Which All is right. uh, 8 plus 5, 13, so half a 6 fire damage. All right, this door is looking a bit singed. And uh, now, Slake, it is your turn. All right. Well, you know, why uh, Why mess with success? Let's go with the, the picks again. So that is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. All right, cool. 14 um, damage. And uh, second attack. Second attack. All right. That was also a 19 to hit. 19. All right. Yeah, that hits. All right. 17 damage. Tell me what it looks like when you kill it. (laughs) Okay. So I guess, like, I'm going to jam, I'm going to jam each pick into kind of the center of the door and, like, fry it in half. Ooh. Ooh. It is gushy when you do that. Um, oh, I thought it would. And uh, it becomes an amorphous blob which slithers down behind you. And will you please make a perception check? Ooh, okay. At disadvantage, I'm going to say, because you are in the heat of battle. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> a Maddie one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, uh, you see nothing. Great. Um, okay. <laughs> and now it is Corbin's turn. I'm going to cast, you know what I haven't cast in a while? I'm going to cast good old Moonbeam. Woo! Um, but I'm going to cast it at a level three spell slot. Okay. Where are you going to center it? I'm going to center it over the door that I stuck my tongue onto. So the mimic needs to make a constitution saving throw. That is a 15. Oh, that does not. That does not do it. Okay. Yeah. So... Six. Six. Four. Oh, Not the devil's so number today. I'm sorry, boys. Almost. <laughs> so that's 16. Radiant damage, Catherine. Tell me what it looks like when you kill it. Ooh. Okay, so I cast Moonbeam and a bolt of pure, just white moonlight comes down and engulfs the door and then it starts to sizzle, and then it starts to shake like a little scared um, weakling child, like an orphan that's been abandoned. And then, (laughs) also like a weak orphan, it explodes. (laughs) All right. That is a weird metaphor, but all right. All right. Um, 
it explodes into goo, which uh, reforms behind you. And Corbin, will you make a perception check? Yes. Uh, at disadvantage, again. Oh. Damn. It was only nine, so I don't think. Yeah, nine is not going to do it. All right. Uh, and now it is the remaining three oh, mimics. wait. No, I'm not done. Catherine. Oh, you're... All right, because I still well, because I still have fire breath, right? Okay, so then I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna then turn once I destroy the small oh. weak orphan door. I'm gonna turn oh. to the side and I'm gonna blow fire on. Yeah. Oh, um, a remaining door. Okay. How many are there left, Cat? There, three, three left. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what the closest one to me? I'm gonna right. blow some fire on it. Dex to get out the way, and uh, that is gonna be a. 20, not natural. Still takes half. Yeah, 3d6. Okay. Three. One. Five. So nine, half is four. Okay. All right. Four damage, Catherine. All right. Uh, seems fine. Okay. Uh, now it's the Mimic's turns. And again, we'll just distribute one each. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so slate. So that is going to be a 19 total. That hits you, right? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, and then Wanda, that is going to be 24. Yeah, it is. And, <laughs> and Corbin, that is going to be 25. It hits, Catherine. All right. Um, and they are uh, all just going to go straight for a bite this time. Um, and so they are going to do, I don't feel like rolling it. It's just going to be seven plus four. So that is going to be 11. 11. Thank you. Nice. Okay. That's 11 damage each. As they all, the, the doors triangulate around you and all bite with the many teeth that are hidden in their doorways. I am able to make my concentration save uh, to maintain concentration on Dragon's Breath. Okay. Uh, all right, then it is up to Wanda again. Oh, um, okay. Uh, I'm going to move away. Well, can I? You said that they were turning into amorphous blobs and then moving behind us, like into the center of the hallway. Mm -hmm. Can I look at them? Are they just at like the, dead blobs? Blob? Yeah. Oh, the blobs are gone. Oh, is Yikes. that normal? I guess I don't know if I would know if that's normal. <laughs> I, we're not in Final Fantasy rules. That wouldn't be normal. Okay. Bodies would normally be left by things. Okay, I'm going to observe that. Hmm. Uh, and then kind of move uh, towards some other doors. Are there two doors that are within 15 feet of each other so that I might catch two in a cone of fire sneezes? Yeah, sure. Nice. Okay, I'm going to fire sneeze on them, and they both need to make dexterity saving throws. All right. Uh, so oh, that is going to be a 12 and a 13. Okay, so they both fail um, and take 12 plus 2, 14 fire damage. All right. Uh, why don't you tell me how you kill this one? Um, well, I get bitten, and Wanda's just like, oh, nasty creatures, <laughs> and like a huge blast of fire uh, comes out uh, and eviscerates the one that bit her. Uh, and it flies off the wall in a pile of goo, 
And will you please make a perception check at advantage because you started to look for this. You noticed nice. what was going on. Okay. Investigation, you said? Uh, perception. Perception. Um, oh, they're the same. So 15. 15 will do it. Uh, yes. You see that the mimic slithers down around a crack in the floor and highlights a trap door. Oh. A door? Yeah. Um, I will cut. Oh, careful over there. There's a, I, The mimic went through a trap. Door to a door, a trap door, a, a real door, I think. <laughs> oh, what kind of door was it? <laughs> a, 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 a trap, trap door. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to cinnamon. I don't know why I carry this with me. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Wanda. We'll handle it. Okay, that is 18. 18 will hit. Okay, cool. Um, and then. Let's see. Which one are you hitting? The one that has been hit or the one that has not been hit? I'll hit the one that has not been hit. I'm mixing it okay. up. Okay. Mix it up. Okay, wow. Okay, for the first uh, attack on that one, that is going to be 22 damage. Oof. Woo. Nice. And then uh, I guess I'll go for that same one. Um, that time I rolled a 14 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, and that is going to be 16 damage. Uh, the mimic hisses at you. And now it is Corbin's turn. Yeah. Oh, it's Moonbeam. I'm going to use Moonbeam. <laughs> I'm going to move that Moonbeam <laughs> right on top of the, the one of them doors. So constitution save from that, from that door. Ooh, bad. Um... Five. Okay. Six. Okay. Three. Mm-hmm. Four. Okay, so that's going to be 13. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I am also going to blow fire on it. Yes. Okay. Noise. I'm going to, like, blow it a kiss, and then fire comes out. Uh, oh, I have to roll dexterity. Um, <laughs> uh, that is going to be a 15. Which does not make the 16, so it takes full damage. Yeah. Two. Three. Six. All right. Uh, tell me how it looks then. when you kill it. <gasps> okay, I blow it a kiss, and then fire bursts forth from my pursed lips, and just engulfs the door, and um, it screams. Yes. It screams, and this one melts down the wall, and oh, you are yeah. able to watch it as it melts down between your feet and then slithers through the little crack in the trap door at the, I, the ground. I point. I point at the trap door in the ground. I see it! All right, and now there's one, there's one lone mimic left, and it opens its mouth, uh, showing the fabulous treasure that it is, was tr going to try and tempt you with. But then realizes that that is futile, and it is going to bite at Corbin. Mm. Ooh, it doesn't do it. Doesn't do it at all. Ah, uh, that was a eleven to hit, which I'm I'm sure does not hit you, Corbin. No. You powerful, strong boy. Close. All right. I'm so strong. All right, Wanda. Um, Finish him one off. one final sneeze. Yes. Right. Final sneeze. 
the final sneeze, uh, and this time it was a 13, so it does not avoid. Okay. Uh, so 9, 12 fire damage from that sneeze. All right. It, it gives like a sort of noise, and it bursts apart into black goo that oozes down into the trap door below your feet, and you have defeated the mimics yay oh i'm oh i'm sorry that i've made such a mess of things i'm uh i'm allergic to cinnamon oil but i thought it might loosen your tongue corbin no mom it was great i it's so spicy i love it you were amazing like, blow a little fire out still your potions are incredible i mean oh they're they're really cool oh you're so sweet all right uh what do you guys want to do now Oh, we should probably go through that tap. Yeah, that, that creepy trap, trap door. That trap door. Oh. That trap door. All right. So you, uh, now that you have noticed the trap door, it is easy to find the handle to pull it up. Uh, and when you do, you see there is a man inside. And he is, he looks up at you guys and swears. And he has the most panicked look on his face as he says, I walk with lightness. I walk with levity. I walk with the steps of the joyful thieves, and then he hits a token from the cord around his neck against the wall and vanishes through the spinning trap. Did I recognize this young man? You do recognize this young man. That was Hamish. Hamish, you get back here right now! Hamish! And uh, you are able to drop down into this room. Uh, there is a ladder leading down, and there is another lever in this room. Okay. Um, I want to pull the lever. You pull the lever? Yeah. You hear a chunk deep inside the temple. Hmm. All right. Uh, there is nothing else of interest in this room. Uh, so do you guys head back out? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We should go uh, see if anything's changed in the north hallway, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah good thinking. All right. So you guys head back to the northern hallway. Uh, it does not, at first glance, look any different, uh, but you may be able to reveal something with the investigation check. Ah, uh, the I old investigation check. I got 20, but not natural. Woo! Oh, Corbin. Corbin coming in yeah, with yeah. the observations. Uh, you Bizarrely. notice, Corbin, when you like push on the back wall, you can feel like it's a little bit loose. It seems like there might have been some mechanism holding it in place that has been partially released. Ooh. Slake, punch it! Uh, and I slap the wall. Uh, Use your strong fists! I, I could try pushing on it. Strengthen. Okay, yeah. Ew, that wasn't great. I only rolled... Let's see, I only rolled a 14. Uh, no, you, you push, uh, but the door does not budge. You can feel there is still one lock in place that is preventing you from pushing this door open. Okay, I say to the others, I think there might be another mechanism we've got to find and trigger before we can get this door open. Oh, don't worry, Topher, we're coming for you to the south corridor. Yeah, away. Hello, 
everybody. It's me. It's Kat. I edited this episode, and now I'm talking to you. And also, I have Rudy here. Hi, Rudy. <gasps> Hi, I'm here. I did not edit this episode, but good job, Kat, editing this episode. Good Thank job. you, Rudy. Thank you. No I really problem. need the praise. I really need the praise. Um, so we've got, uh, we don't have any sponsored ads this week, but we've got some announcements that are very exciting. Uh, first off, you're going to be hearing more from Rudy because he has joined the Dames and Dragons team officially. Yay! Yay! We've hired Rudy to be our mom, our manager of management. Um, so Rudy is going to be, uh, hanging out. He's going to be helping out with uh, editing episodes. He's going to be, uh, if you see somebody posting on our Twitter, that is, sounds like they're asking normal questions that engage people and not just uh, posting pictures of weird 70s wizards. That's Rudy. Um, the weird 70s wizards. I mean, me. there might be some wizard posting still. All right. Don't don't say that, you know, that that still could be me. <laughs> That still could be Rudy. I'm a big Gandalf enthusiast, so you never know when I might drop him in. Genuinely, my favorite things is like the the 1970s, 80s style wizard stuff. That's like that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, I love that aesthetic. Um. Anyway, that's not the point of any of this. Uh. So welcome, Mm. Rudy. (laughs) Yay! I'm so excited. I'm just so pumped to be able to help out and work with some of my favorite people on one of my favorite podcasts. Ah. Ah. Ah, stop saying kind things. I can't handle it. Um, so the other big announcement. Uh, we so we've got Rudy on the team, and we are also joining the Geekspective Network. So, uh, this episode we haven't fully uh gotten everything together with them, but we we've got things signed. We are joining them. They are joining us. Uh, so expect to start hearing some plugs for their awesome uh, shows soon. Uh, as well as you know, keep a keep a peeper out for uh, we're going to be joining some Geekspective collabs and such uh, coming up at some point. Rudy and I are going to be doing the uh, bunny game. Yes, Warren of Petal Grove, which is going to be on the Geekspective uh, Twitch channel. Yes, that is going to be run by Amber, who is one of the owners of Geekspective, who was also a guest earlier this season. On Dames and Dragons. You might so. remember the voice of Spritz, uh, yes. the candy gnome. Candy gnome. That uh, is very much Amber's brand. Gnome, candy, goblin, bunnies. So, yeah, we're really excited real cute. to do I'm, that. I'm, yeah. I'm real pumped. I'm real pumped to spend each Friday or whichever mm-hmm. day this airs. Fridays? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pretending to be a bunny. I mean, what better way to manage the world's stress than escaping while pretending to be a cute little bunny rabbit yeah so lots more info on that coming to the dames and dragons twitter yes yes so keep your peepers uh trained Mm -hmm. on that platform uh in the meantime we've got all of the things you normally expect from our mid-roll including thanking our patrons rudy (sighs) do you want to thank our patrons i do thank you to sophie to renegade to Aaron, to Alex, to Matt, to Soraya, super cool name. That is a cool to name. To Jillian, to AJ, to Bradley, and to Junus. Thank you so much for becoming oh, a patron. You. Yeah. Thank you for becoming patrons. If you are interested in our Patreon, what is uh what are some of the cool things that we do on our Patreon, Rudy? So 
So many outtakes. So many outtakes. <laughs> like, you join today, you get access to so many goofs, so many silly moments that you love about Dames and Dragons immediately from pretty much every episode. Uh, in addition to just funny outtakes, you get a second podcast, essentially, right? Your Dungeon <laughs> yeah. Delve podcast that you did with some, uh, with your favorites, with Juniper. Hannah and Noel playing different characters, whole new mm -hmm. characters. Whole new who characters, are same old world. Just as crazy, I will say, <laughs> as their normal characters. So uh, that's They're really, really fun. And um, for all you puzzle lovers out there, Kat really went to town making some fun puzzles for that. I don't get a lot of, I don't get a lot of opportunities for puzzles in the main mm -hmm. quest, except for this season. This season has been... You know, more Lots of, this, of puzzles, this, yeah. Yeah, it's been more of the straight dungeon dives, but uh, if you want to see me take my puzzle gloves off, those are those are some fun. We even have one live stream that we did publicly, um, but if you want to like catch up on everything else, sure, and yeah. be ready for, uh, we're going to be doing another Damesian Dive episode at the end of this arc, uh, so get your, get ready for that, subscribe to our Patreon. Um, the other great thing on our Patreon is if you subscribe at the $10 level, mm. we send you presents. We send you physical gifts oh, in the man. mail. Have people been seeing these hats, these beautiful embroidered hats that came as a as a uh, holiday gift at the end of I this year? I love the hat. That hat is yeah. now my favorite. Uh, it's Noelle designed it. She went, yeah, speaking of going crazy, <laughs> Noelle, I, she was very stressed to make sure it, they turned out magnificent and magnificent they are. They're so good. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll be selling those on our store soon, uh, mm -hmm. as soon as we get those updated, uh, as well as we're going to be restocking our mugs soon. Um, we'll announce when those restocks happen on Twitter, so just keep an eye out if you are looking for that stuff. Um, speaking of uh, things from our store, you can also buy uh, my voice. So you can purchase a uh, one-time ad read or... Is it an ad or is it just Personal a message. nice yeah. message? You can yeah. purchase both from our store. That's jamesanddragons.store. Uh, today, we have a message from Bubble Laser. Uh, Bubble Laser is a professional freelance artist who specializes in D&D. Do you want to see your character brought to life by a crazy talented artist? Yes. Yes. Do you want uh, printable custom character sheets complete with a visage of your PC or custom tokens of your character for your virtual tabletop games? Uh, what about immortalizing your adventuring party with an epic piece of artwork? Of course you do. I want all these things. So you should go and commission Bubble Laser. Uh, they have been illustrating D&D characters professionally for more than three years and has delivered hundreds of illustrations to nerds all around the globe she has done podcast art business art and board game art and what she really wants to do is your art <gasps> uh so you can reach her at bubblelaser.com facebook instagram or fiverr.com just search for bubble laser that's bubble laser one word laser's got a z z bubble laser Bubble mm. laser. So if you want to purchase an advertisement just like that one, uh, head over to damesanddragons.store and uh, type out words to make us say. Um, other things. Other things. Oh, uh, we need to thank our reviewers. Uh, if you want to support us in the very best way possible, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or uh, send a raven to 
Bill Gates, and he will cry it from the top of the tower. Mm. Uh, so this week, we are thanking Sp- Spitler C., and AJ Evanwood, thank you both for your reviews. Uh, everybody else, come on, help us climb up those review charts. Leave mm. us a review. I will read your username out here, or or somebody else probably will actually, but your username will be said, and you can make us say some weird stuff, by the way. I shouldn't tempt fate. <laughs> yeah. You asked for this, Ken. I did, but, you know, that's... Um, Got to get those reviews, I know. I get it. It's a price I'm willing to pay for reviews. Uh, all right, Rudy, you know, as your inaugural um, as your inaugural mom chat here, do you want to deliver the message to Chantel? Do I ever. Okay. Message to Chantel. The Leviathan has risen. The code word is Miko Rios. The sleeper agent is active... Go! No! Go! door is a narrow hallway with more of those kudzu vines creeping along the walls. The walls, ceiling, and floor are all made of a different type of stone than the other hallways and other parts of the temple. It is porous and full of small holes. The surfaces are also shiny and there's a menthol smell which overwhelms your senses as you move to the hallway. At the end of the hallway there is a red door. What do you want to do? Well this definitely seems suspicious. Uh, I guess I want to investigate this whole setup, these weird holes in the walls. All right, the the porous rock? Yeah. Oh, but that's only a nine. (laughs) A nine? You, like, get really close to the the rock, and then the smell of menthol, you just reel back as it hits you. Gotcha. Seventeen. Um, you touch the surface and you find that your fingers stick to it, but you are, because you're just investigating, you're able to pull back enough, but you can tell it's a very strong adhesive, which is, uh, seeping out of this porous rock. Ew. The walls are sticky. Oh, gross. Is it just the walls or... Or the ceiling and floors are also made of the same material, right? Same, same material, same sticky substance. Gross. Um, so we, if we tried to walk across, our, we would just get stuck on the adhesive. Is that correct? I think then we should plan not to touch it. I think I have just the thing. Um, and uh, I pass out uh, these other like small potions uh, that I've made uh, and kind of do like a cheers motion. Um, bottoms up, my dears. Corbin downs it. And should we drink it, I'm using a fifth level spell slot so that we can all fly. What? Oh Oh my god. Holy fuck. Well, for ten minutes we can fly, I think. Okay. Wow. Oh my gosh. You guys are just... You look very cool. So, when uh, you start down the hallway, a vertical slot in the doorway opens, and you see an arrow Knocked <gasps> in the doorway. Uh, why don't you all roll dexterity? 
Okay. Uh, I got a six. Oh. <laughs> I got a 15. Okay. Uh, I got a non-natural 20. Um, and if I could, can I, can I try and help Wanda out at all? Um, I think Wanda's going to get hit this turn unless you don't have like a reaction to. Oh, wait, I guess I could shield, but, but this isn't, that would have to be for them attacking. So yeah, yeah, no, I'll just get yeah. hit by an arrow. All right, oh, uh, you take 10 piercing damage, Wanda. Oh, jeez, that's no. a really intense arrow. Yeah, God. <laughs> yes, when it, when the arrow hits you, you feel that it has a poisoned tip, which burns your skin before you are able to get the arrowhead out, uh, doing that wicked 10 damage to you. Oh, uh, should have brought the anti-poison. Oh, man. And... Uh, you hear a woman say, oh, shit. And the uh, the slat in the door slams closed. Do I recognize this voice? You do. It sounds like Selene. Selene, watch that mouth. I'm going to fly over there and wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> Forget being shot by an arrow. <laughs> Just get a swear. <laughs> Fuck her up, Wanda. All right, do you uh, open the door at the end of the hall? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, You open the door with just enough time to see the spinning wall settling back into place as Selene has fled. Ugh. I want to try pushing on it. It does not. It does not budge. Kat, is there a lever? There is a lever in this room as well. Oh, Corbin goes for that lever. All right, you hear a ka-chunk deep in the temple and then a rumbling, which actually you don't feel because you are flying, but you do hear it. Ooh. Quick, flying across the corridor before the potion wears off. Yeah, good thinking. All right. Uh, You fly, you zoom back to the north hallway and you see that the door at the end of the hallway has been revealed. A stone has rolled away. Uh, leading to a, another narrow corridor, which it winds around the temple and down until it spills out into a wide room where four people are now standing, all wearing hoods and masks which cover the lower half of their face. Uh, one of them is wearing a pair of gloves that are red and black harlequin and reach their elbows. Are there any cats in the room? Okay. But more importantly... Uh, more importantly, are there any cats in the room? Um, one of the women, the one who is not wearing gloves, uh, is very hurriedly ushering a cat into a safe spot in the room. She's like, uh, has a little like perch set up and it's like pushing the cat into the perch. So it's out of I have way. a really important question though. Is the cat uh-huh. wearing a hood and a little mask that covers <laughs> yeah. the bottom of its face? That's really important. That's really important. We gotta know that. <laughs> we gotta know. <laughs> no, the cat is not. The cat is not wearing a hood. Oh, the cat, good. The cat seems to be innocent. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> well, that's a relief, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would look very cute in a little hood and mask. Yeah. I, it, it absolutely would. The town has been worried sick about all of you. The woman who does not have gloves it turns around and says, Wanda, you're not supposed to be here. And you recognize this is Kelia's voice. What are you doing? 
missing. The town has been worried. They they think you've gone missing. And did you take every all of the town's belongings? All of our shipments? Uh, and the uh, woman in gloves, who is Salini, she says, we didn't have a choice. Wanda, something terrible is coming. There's a the end of the world. When I oh. when I came out here, I I was given a vision from the Kilani, the trickster and the thief. They said that if we could revive the order of the joyful thieves and survive the temple and fortify it, we would be spared. I'm sorry that we stole from the town, but we have to defend this place, and that means we have to fight you. Wait a minute. But why did you guys steal her cat? Yeah. What are you going to do with the cat? Kelia looks a little bit guilty, at, and then she pulls her mask back up and says, I just wanted to make sure we had some company when the apocalypse came. Oh. I mean, my dears. My this dears. Is, oh, this is a big place. Hold on. Why can't you just have the. Why can't you just get the village to come here? Why, why, why be all weird about it? Why not just be like, hey guys, I heard their apocalypse is happening, which by the way, we're going to stop that. So chill out about it. But like, you know, like, oh no, the apocalypse. And then be like, oh, give us some stuff and we'll like doomsday prep for everybody in this temple. And then, you know, like that makes so much, that, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, yeah. What about the common good? Jace, one of the other members of this uh, group, steps forward, brandishing his sword and says, because our gods demand it. And roll initiative. Oh, bad. I uh, I rolled a six. A All 19. Right. All right. And 20. Okay. Uh, so that means, Slake, you're up first. All right. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I am going to, I guess attack Mr. Because Our God Demands It guy. So that's gonna be uh, a 21 to hit. Okay, uh, that is going to hit. Okay, cool. Okay, the second uh, attack, that's going to be a, let's see, 15 to hit. That will not hit. Okay. So just the first one. Okay, so the first attack for damage I've got, uh, let's see, 11 plus 6, so that's 17 damage. All right. Uh, he does not enjoy that. Yes, and I'm going to yell at him, like, as as I'm fighting him. I'm going to say, we don't have to do this, you know? We could talk about other options. Uh, and he says, I wish we could, but it has to be this way. And uh, now it is Wanda's turn. Nothing ever has to be any way, my dear. There's always a choice. You've made yours. Now I'm going to make mine. Uh, and she ta she reaches into the folds of her cloak and grabs a hidden vial uh, that's full of like this black glowing, but glowing green liquid and tosses it at Jace's feet. And I need him to make me a constitution saving throw DC 16. Okay. Not, not great there, Jace. Uh, that is just gonna be a 10, so that, he fails that. And he is going to take 9d8 of necrotic Ooh. damage. Oh! 
44 points of necrotic damage. All right. Um, he looks bad. <laughs> and he, he uh, collapses down onto one knee. There are lines. You don't take people's pets. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, all right. And everybody looks at you a little bit different, Wanda. All of the, the kids from the village suddenly realize that sweet old lady on the edge of town uh, was maybe not who they thought she was. <laughs> All right, uh, now it is going to be Corbin's turn. I think um, I'll do what never ever works for me, literally ever, and cast Flame Blade uh, at level three. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, for Jace. I'm trying to deal non-lethal damage because, I don't know, I guess I'm trying not to be a murderer these days I guess. or something. Like... I don't, the loss of my friends has made me realize the value of human life or whatever. 21. 21. That is going to hit. hit. Hell yeah. Okay. One. Two. Five. Ugh, tell me how you kill him. Four. Okay. <laughs> or none. You guys just I don't, killed this I man. Don't, I don't kill him yet. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um... I so he's on his knees, right? Yep. Execution style. <laughs> you don't kill him. Non-lethally, non-lethal execution style. I bring my flame blade down upon his neck, but the flame like disperses and the, it just passes through him, but it does enough damage and it scares him real bad cuz he thinks he's going to die. And then he has a he has a bad burn on the back of his neck as well. And he hurts. passes the f out. Yeah, from uh, fear. <laughs> All right, uh, he, you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, the others stare in horror as their friend has been felled, and then Hamish says, "I walk with light and levity." My gods are with me. And he steps back and hits a trigger on the floor. Uh, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Mm. Uh. 17. All right. 19. All right. And that's a nat 20. That's oh. a natural 20. All right. So you guys avoid it this turn as spikes pop up from the floor at random intervals. You will need to make another dexterity check on your turn to continue to avoid them. Uh, and now Hamish is going to make his attack. You know, he's going to go for Corbin since you got the coup de gras on his friend. Um, I did not do most of the damage, but... That's true, but you you did the coup de gras, and you know he still loves Wanda. Um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so he is gonna make two dagger attacks, and ooh, that is gonna be well, one of them is a five, and one of them is a twenty-four. So that's gonna Oof. hit once. Yeah. Um, and then that is gonna be uh three damage from the dagger, and then another. Eight damage from the poison on it. Mm. And then he is going to disengage. So, oh, and now it is Kelia's turn, and uh, she is going to take a shot at Corbin and at Slake with her longbow. 
And that is going to be nine to hit Corbin, but that is going to be a 24 to hit Slake. Ooh, yeah, that'll hit. Um, That'll hit, that'll hit, that'll hit. Uh, So that is going to be just eight damage. All uh, right. And all right, so uh, Selene holds up her gloves. I guess we're not getting supplies this month. And she casts Sleep at fourth level. And uh, she is going to... So that's going to be... I think it's starting with the person with the lowest number of current hit points. That's, it puts someone it to sleep. takes from that hit point pool who falls asleep. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So 53. Okay. I'm probably going to fall asleep. Oh, does it, does it start with the lowest hit points person? Or how does it, it work? starts with the yep. lowest. Yep. Okay. So that's going to be... Minus, how many hit points did you have? 25. 25, okay. And then Slake, that is not going to put you to sleep uh, since that is only a 28. Uh, okay. And that is going to be Selene's turn. And now we're at the top of the order with Slake. Okay, I think for my movement, um, I'm going to maybe step in such a way that, uh, that uh, Wanda, like I can kind of uh, shield her. Uh, and I am going to attack who's ever closest by with uh, the picks again. All right, that's going to be Selene since she is the only one who has not moved. All right. Oh my God. Okay, that was a 20 to hit. Well, did you roll a natural 20? Yes. Oh, oh, yay. yay. Oh, Woo. Yeah. Roll, roll double damage. Um, first, that's going to be and then for my extra damage, uh, that's going to be seven more damage. So seven plus 14, 21 damage. All right. And that was my first attack. Okay. All right. Roll for your second attack. Okay. That is 19 to hit. That will also hit. Cool. You guys are rolling really well. Nice. Okay, and that is going to be uh, 20 damage. Oof. Fuck yeah. Oof, oof, oof. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, Slake, you need to make a dexterity saving throw about the spikes. Oh, okay. 16. 16. That is not going to do it. Uh, you are going to take uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, Wanda, you are asleep on the floor. Why don't you roll me a constitution saving throw? Okay. 12 plus 6. 18. 18. That is going to do it. Yay. Wanda, uh, make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage for the spikes. First one was a 17. The second one was a 5. So 6. 5. Yep. So you are also going to take that 8 damage from the spikes. Jeez. Uh, what? How? What? Oh, uh, spikes are there. Oh. <laughs> how many hit points do you have left? I have... 17. Oh my gosh. Points. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, All right. Okay. But you was do, that my turn you up? Uh, no, you can, take a, you can take an action after this. Okay. Uh, Wanda is going to use half her movement to kind of use her broom and push herself up uh, from the ground. Um, you don't want to keep fighting me and these capable uh, new friends of mine. You can't abandon your village the way that you've done and, and taken and taken cats. 
arguably even worse of an offense. <laughs> and you, she'll say, you should stop this right now. And she's going to take another one of those vials that was filled with smoke and kind of lifted us up in that first corridor that we were in. And she's going to try to levitate. Um, uh, who was the, was it uh, Hamish? Who was the rogue? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hamish and Kelia. Uh, she will try to levitate up, but it's almost like she's trying to like grab them by the ankle and just dangle them upside down. <laughs> okay. Um, and All so that's right. a constitution saving throw, DC 16. All right, let's see if they do it. Uh, they super do not. They both okay. rolled a six. So they are now dangling know. in the air. All right. Uh, they both shout and Kelia says, I'm sorry I took your cat. I just really didn't want to be alone down here when the world ended. You can't just abandon your village and everybody you know to the apocalypse. Your mother would be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, tell her. All right, Corbin, you're up. Okay. Um, do you want me to heal you or do you want me to kill Wanda? Um, I can probably go another round. And you be sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay, because uh, in that case, then, uh, which one of them was the one that, that hurt Wanda? I think. Um, I honestly forgot. Think it, well, it was maybe? Selene, I think, oh, who yeah, Selene. Okay. made us yeah, yeah. fall asleep. And yes. Selene's not levitated right Correct. now. Correct. Okay, so um, Corbin, uh, when he sees his mom get thrown to the ground and he becomes enraged, he's very worried <laughs> for his new mom. Um, so he then <laughs> takes... Uh, takes a page out of her book and does cast Blight on Selene. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just, you know, I was like, hey. Hey. You know? Why not? Um, oh, she, uh, she makes a constitution saving throw first. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. That is a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. Selene. Uh, and that is 24 necrotic damage. Oh boy, she clings to life just barely, <laughs> but she looks very bad. Uh, That's for hurting my mom. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, now it is their turn. So uh, Hamish is going, well, he's upside down right now. So. Yeah. Let's say that he makes his attacks at disadvantage. Does that sound fair, Lisa? Okay. All right. How is he going to, like, uh, get in range? <laughs> well, he's upside down, but he's there. But, he, he's, but he's, uh, maybe, is he, like, throwing his daggers this time? Yeah, he'll throw he'll throw his daggers this time. Okay. Um, so he is going to throw his daggers at, we'll say Corbin. I'm gonna do two attacks on you, Corbin. Uh, that is going to be a 23 and a 16. 23 hits, the 16 does not. Okay. All right. So that's gonna be. Oh, uh, so that's gonna be six. God, I am rolling so bad today. It's gonna be six <laughs> damage total. Oh, God. Uh, okay. All right, uh, and he, oh, you know what? I forgot to roll that at disadvantage. What am I thinking? Let's see if he even hits, actually. Oh. 
Uh, so yes, he he still hits once. He still oh, hits once. Okay. okay. Um, phew. All right, and uh, now it is Kelia, who is also rolling at disadvantage. Uh, she is going to shoot for Slake. Actually, right. she's going to shoot one attack. She is going to shoot for Slake, and that's going to be at disadvantage, so I should roll both. Oh, nice. That's a 19 and an 18 plus five, so that is that will hit you. Oh, okay. Yes, it will. Um, uh, so that is going to be... Jesus, that's just going to be four. Um, But she's going to shoot her other arrow at another trigger on the wall. Uh, And this one is going to be... uh, Oh, wait. uh, Please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, man. Everybody? Yes, everyone. As poison gas filters into the room from vents on the ceiling. Uh, Got a 12. I got a 10. A cool 10. I also got a 12. <laughs> all right, you are all going to take 2d4 of poison damage. Oh. Uh, so that is going to be six poison damage. Jeez. Wait, wait, I have one more very important save that I need to make. Oh, you guys. To- it, the cat rolled a 19. The cat's fine. Oh, oh, Ooh, thank, oh God. thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. <sighs> Oof. Uh, you will take another d4 on each of your turns until a successful save. Oh. Might be some time to do some healing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, and that is Kelia's turn. And now it is Selene who is just clinging to life just barely. Uh, and she says, I'm sorry, Wanda. We have to do this. And she is going to attack you with her quarterstaff, Wanda. She is going to make she makes two attacks. And ooh, that is going to be a natural one and a natural 20. Oh, my God. So, okay. Yep. Okay. We're just, we're just, t- taketh and giveth. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be two, 1d8 plus 3. So that's going to be, now I'm rolling well. Uh, that is going to be 11. And exactly then the next Exactly the one, number of hit points I have. Oh, no. Oh. Oh no, and Wanda no. falls unconscious. Don't you do it, Selene, don't you? Oh, oh, oh no. you monster. <laughs> um, and upon seeing Wanda fall, uh, Selene holds the second part of her attack, uh, or rather the rest of the damage. She does not continue to attack Wanda after she has fallen. Good. And that is the end of her turn. We are back up to the top of the order with Slake. Um, okay, okay. So we've got the two floating, and then we've got Selene on the ground, right? Yep. Oh, yep. the two who are floating have probably fallen to the ground now because oh. I'm unconscious. Yeah, oh. maybe they should They're take damage. Take a little bit of damage. Yeah, from yeah. That. yes, yeah. yes. Um, do we'll say a d6 each? Ooh, I just rolled two sixes, so they each Ouch. take six damage. All right, um, and. All right, so now it's, we're back at Slake. We're still at Slake. Slake has okay. never left. Now the two that have Spirit been of Slake is in this room. The two that have been knocked down. Um, can I, if I were like, can I hit them both with a melee attack? No, but they are prone. Oh, okay. Cool. So I don't want to spend time looking it up. I'm just going to give you advantage because they're prone. Oh, nice, nice. I'm going to go, go for Selene since she's right here. 
and she's a grandma murderer. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna be uh, twenty three to hit. That'll hit. All right, cool. Uh, just tell me, tell me how you kill her. She has one hit point left. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I think I'm going to just try to knock her unconscious with like the blunt part of the pick. All right, you connect, and she uh, goes spiraling backwards and falls to the ground next to Wanda. Um, you still, I think, have one attack. Oh yeah, I sure do. Oh, and make a Constitution save. Okay, twenty-one. Right, you you shake off the effects of the poison. Cool. And then uh, I'll do my second attack, I guess. All right, that is gonna be a twenty-four to hit. That'll hit. Uh, who are you hitting? Uh, I think I'm gonna hit. Let's see. We got Hamish and we got Helia. Who's looking like they're in worse shape? Uh, Hamish. Then I'm gonna hit Hamish. Hamish. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So that is gonna be seventeen damage. Uh, ouch. I'm gonna say like, are you sure you want to keep doing this? And uh, Hamish coughs and he says, "We have to." Uh, and now it is Wanda. I will make a death saving throw. (gasps) I have one failure. Oh no! (gasps) (gasps) Fuck. Uh, Well, then that is you. It's Corbin. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. First, make Uh, a constitution save. Oh, yes. Do I have to make a dex save as well, or no? No, no, sorry. The the spike trap was only for one turn. Oh, okay, okay. Each of these traps only lasts a round. That is 15. 15 does not do it. You will take the... Three more damage. Okay. Um, so then I am going to cast um, Mass Cure Wounds um, on myself, Slake, and Wanda slash mom. Dang. Uh, Momda? Yeah, no. <laughs> Momda! <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay. Uh, and that is... 23. All right. Hey, that's Yay. not bad. Hey, yeah, wow. not bad at all. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, and everybody loved that. Everybody enjoyed that, except for Hamish and Kilia, who look a bit worried by that. Uh, they thought they might have the upper hand here for a minute. All right, so uh, it is Hamish up first. Uh, he is going to throw one of his knives at a trigger in the northwest of the room. Uh, and slicing blades come out of the floor and crisscross the room. Uh, and they will remain in effect for the rest of the turn until uh, top of Hamish's turn again. Please, everybody, make dexterity saving throws. Oh, boy. Not great. Oh, no! Oh, no, you too, huh? All of a ten. Oh, no. Yeah, I got a... I got a four. Oh, no. Was that a one? Oh, no. All right. Um, well, you'll be happy to know that, uh, Kelia also didn't make her save, and so Hamish is the only one who is not going to take, uh, this D8 of slashing damage, which is only three. So, you know, not as bad as it could have been, but Kelia yells, watch it! (laughs) Um, and he is going to throw his other dagger at, uh, Slake. All right. Uh, oh, and he rolled a four plus five, which is nine, which does not hit your armor class. Indeed. All right, uh, now it is Kelia's turn. Um, She is also going to go for Slake. She's going to shoot both her arrows at you. I 
big beefy child. Um, and that is going to be the highest one is a 17. So that won't hit, will it? It will not hit. All right. Um, and now we're back at the top of the order with Slake. Okay. So, um, we still got a Hamish here. Uh, so let's, let's take care of that problem. Uh, oh, and make a dexterity save. Uh, 19. That'll do. That'll do. Okay, cool. And to hit. Ooh, okay. First, first attack, I rolled a natty one to hit. Ooh, <laughs> ouch. And, uh, second attack. You, you were busy getting out of the way of the blades. It yeah. It threw off your swing. Valid. Uh, second attack is going to be a 24 to hit. That'll do it. So that's going to be a 9 plus 6, so 15 damage on Hamish. Ooh, okay. Uh, let's see. He is against that. But it doesn't take him down yet. Uh, Still standing. All right, Wanda, you are up. Dexterity saving throw? Yes, please. Um, 15. Meets it, beats it. Nice. Okay, awesome. Um, and then, um, she is going to, uh, again, push herself up off the ground, uh, and takes from her belt what looks like she was maybe using it as a lantern. It had little firefly looking things in it, and she shakes it, and they start angrily bouncing around in the jar, uh, and she's going to twist the jar off, and these six little tiny missiles... Uh, launch themselves out of the jar. Three at Kelia, three at Hamish. Uh, and she's Ooh. casting magic missile. Got it. Um, so four, three, seven, plus three. So ten force damage on Hamish. Ooh, okay. Tell me how you kill him. Noise. Um, kindly. Um, these uh, like weird little missile lightning bug things uh, zap in his direction with precision um, and all kind of knock into, I guess, his leg, causing him to fall over uh, and knock himself unconscious. Um, ah, poor Hamish. And then three, the three other darts go towards Kelia. Uh, two, two, four... Uh, four plus two is six plus three, nine force damage. All right. Nine damage to Kelia. Uh, and Kelia is looking more and more panicked as she sees she is now the only one standing from among her comrades. Um, but she squares off and Corbin, it is your turn. Oh, I'm going to take my flame blade. I'm going to reconjure it as a bonus action. Kat, do I have to do a constitution roll or anything right now? Uh, you do have to do a dexterity check. Okay. Oh, that's a natural 20. All right. You, I wish you... I had kind of rolled that for my attack roll, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can always roll it again. Who knows? You've got a I 1 in 20 it. chance. Let's see. Okay. 21 to hit. To hit? That'll hit? Yeah, to hit. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Five. Two. Five. Okay. Three. So, fifteen? Fifteen. Uh, all right. Uh, she cries out, and it does not enjoy that. She says, please, can't you just leave? Can't you just turn around and pretend you never found us? You're stealing people's pets. Yeah, 
And like, you know, the people in the town probably need that food to, you know, do the whole not starving to death thing over the winter. So, you know, maybe next time think about that before you join a cult. Yeah. All right, she is going to strike at you, Corbin, with her short sword that she takes out of her sheath. And she's going to... Uh, and she is going to roll a two and an eight, which, well, eight plus six is 14. So I don't think that hits you. All right. She misses both times. Uh, and I said she's in the northeast part of the room, right? I think so. Sounds right. Uh, oh, yep. So, okay. So she is in the right spot to hit the arrow trap with her as a bonus action. Uh, she hits another trigger and a mechanism shifts and a hidden panel in the wall reveals holes right at neck level out of uh, which arrows shoot please make a dexterity cheap. saving throw no thank you oh boo i got a three <laughs> yeah i got oh, an no. 11. we all fail you know that's okay that's okay um you are each going to just take a four four damage oh, okay for neck damage. Uh, Slake, your turn. You are turn. All right. Time for me am turn. I'm going to attack the only available person to attack. Um, first attempt. I've only got a 13 to hit. Does not hit. All right. Uh, how does a 27 do? Oh, that does hit. All right. Time to teach someone a lesson about stealing cats. Okay, so that is going to be 14. Okay. Uh, Kelia is not looking so good. She's looking a bit beat up and bloody. Uh, and now it is Wanda's turn. Um, Wanda is going to... Um, taking another one of the little jars on her side, rub this balm onto her hands, uh, which start to like crackle with a static electricity. Um, on the balm, and she's gonna walk towards Kelia uh, and just say, Dear, dear, you should come home. The town is, they will forgive you if you just bring the supplies and your friends back. Everyone has been so worried. Just come back, my dear. And uh, Kelia is crying and she says, we can't, we can't, Wanda, I'm so sorry. Uh, as she's like crying, Wanda's just going to be like, shh, shh, and kind of like cup her face, <laughs> but then cast Shocking Grasp. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> brutal. Incredible. I saw it coming, but, and I love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. With a 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hits her. That hits her right in the feelings. Is going to deal 12. Uh, lightning damage. All right, and that takes her out, and uh, Kelia passes out in your arms, Wanda. Just kind of lay her down on the ground gently and, like, rub mm. the balm onto my skirts. <sighs> oh, Topher! Oh, yeah! Uh, and, uh, Topher, who has been watching all of this from his his perch where Kelia put him, looks down and goes, Mow. Oh, <laughs> Topher, I know you've oh. missed two lunches. <laughs> and uh, Topher, like, gets right up to the edge of his perch and does that little butt wiggle that cats do. Mm. And then takes a couple tries at it and then takes a leap. But his rotund form 
gravity is just real difficult for this cat. <laughs> and he takes a leap and it lands more like a splat. But oh, then he, no. he just licks his paw. He curls up around your feet, Wanda, and starts, you know, rubbing up against your ankles. I'm gonna, like, mm. immediately open a tin of sardines and just put it on the <laughs> ground for him. Oh, he eats some. Topher loves it. Topher loves mm. it so much. Topher, Topher, Topher. All right, well, you have defeated the cultists. Well done. Um, So, I, you guys are able to bring the supplies back to the village or at least well do you want to bring the supplies back to the village or do you just want to tell them that the supplies are there and have them go get it themselves i think we should bring the people back yeah. to the village and i think we should bring as much as we can back yeah well i think let's okay. start with the the cultists That's i guess probably yeah. that probably burdens you enough uh without the supplies yeah. so do you just uh slake do you just have one over each arm I mean, and then that works for me. I don't know if Corbin can levitate yeah. some of them or something. Well, Corbin can turn into a horse, and you can throw a couple on his back. <laughs> there you go. That's some. That's some problem solving. Nice. Yeah. There you go. All right. You bring the uh, cultists into the town, and everybody is all in a tizzy as you explain what happened. That they had been recruited by the Kiloni to become their new followers. That they were just, they were misguided kids, but the supplies are all back in the temple and you can show them where it is. Uh, and the town is so grateful. They offer you supplies and a place to sleep tonight. And uh, why don't, we'll, we'll say some goodbyes here. So the, the next morning, after you've had a meal of recovered provisions and a soft bed from recovered blankets from the temple. Uh, you say goodbye to your new pal, Wanda. What's next for you, my dears? Um, are you really going to stop the apocalypse? Oh, yes. Or die trying. I mean, I guess it's, it's one of those two, am I right? Yeah. We, we have someone we've been looking for, too, so... We're hoping we can, well, two people, actually. Well, kind of three, really. Yeah. The point is, we're going to so find them. three. Yeah. I have faith in you. I know that you will find your friends and that uh, if there is going to be an apocalypse, I've seen a little bit of what you can do, and I just, I know that you can save us all. There's something about you two that tells me you are survivors. Mom. <laughs> Corbin tears up a little bit and he goes in for like a little hug. Um, I have something for you to remember uh, me and Topher by. And oh. she takes Topher's little collar and wraps it around your wrist um, as like a oh little bracelet. My. Oh, God. Mom, thank you. I'll never take it off, even when I shower. I don't really shower, but if I did, I wouldn't take oh, well, it off. Well, maybe you should, but that's very, that's very sweet I'll, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Well, thanks, Wanda. I'm really glad we met you. I'm really glad I met you, too. Yeah. By chance, you, you haven't been having any weird dreams lately, have you? Weird dreams? Why do you ask? Oh, well, it's just, I, I don't know. The last couple people we met, and, uh, well, you mentioned 
that you maybe thought we were looking for someone, and I just thought, I don't know, maybe there might be some something trying to communicate with you. Now that you mention it, I did have a dream the other night, um, and I heard it's faded. My memory's not what it used to be, but there was a song, these lines that they stick with me still. The guardian I reveal the last, most bold and brave of all. Their power and magic splinter chips and summon death upon the thrall. Wow. Oh. Does that mean anything to you? There's too many verses about sinking ships in this song. We have done that a it couple could times. Be me. It could be me. It could be Fran. <laughs> it could be... Uh, maybe. Slake. Uh, Slake, have you ever sunk a ship? I don't think I have. But, you know... I, I mean, maybe not that kind of ship, am I right? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, not really sure what you're getting at. Slake is married. Oh, right. I mean, hey, look. That's my personal life. Let's... (laughs) (laughs) Mom doesn't need to know about that. (laughs) On that note, the two of you wave goodbye to your new friend as you continue through the forest towards the great crater and hopefully finding your friends. And off screen, we see the storehouse where the four cultists have been detained. And Selene opens her eyes just blearily to see a pair of weathered hands peel the gloves from her fingers and disappear out the door. Can I just say, I know that, like, all of these little endings are, like, the characters, like, taking things or whatever, but I was, like, half expecting you to be, like, we see a paw. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna 